1: Be careful what you say out there people cuz you might not get on Sunday live. There's an Indian couple that just had a baby and they're like 80 years old and Alex Trebek is having some issues with his cancer. It's another episode of Cover to Cover. Cover to
0: Cover with Chris Fred-
1: probably think you're in one of your friend's basements right now, sitting around down the basement, surrounded by paneling, and uh, just chilling out. Maybe one of your friends has a pinball machine like that. I, the guy I talked about before, Jimmy Caranto, they had a pinball machine, real one, like a real one, rigged so the quarters didn't work. That is The Cars, everybody, from Candio by The Cars. Unbelievably great song. Unbelievably great band. And this week, at 75 years old, we lost the lead singer of The Cars, Rick O'Kasic. Some people say Ocasic. I always said Rick O'Kasic. If I'm wrong, that's the fucking way I'm going out. I uh, love The Cars. It is The Cars. He is the lead singer, I guess, but The Cars is one of those bands that had... Uh, a lot of lead singers; they all kind of took turns at times on the, uh, some of their hits. I believe Benjamin Orr sang "Drive," which is probably their biggest hit, and he's also dead. So, anyway, we lost uh, Rick Okasic this week, um, seventy-five years old, a heart attack, I guess, found in his apartment. But seventy-five lived a good life, you know. Hopefully, somewhere he he uh, he was married to Polina Parskova, the supermodel uh, from the '80s, who was like. Uh, front, She was on like every Sports Illustrated Swimsuit cover, Paulina Parskova. I remember when they got married, it gave g- dorks and nerds all over the world a bit, of, a bit of hope. They were like, wait a minute. If Rico Kasich, the nerdy lead singer of the Cars, can get this gorgeous Paulina Parzkova, there's hope for us all. And uh, they were married for a long, long time. Uh, up until man, recently, anyway. But I think they recently divorced. But So there we are. We lost a good one. And I, honestly, we lost two good ones. I'll, we'll get to the other guy at the end. Uh, we'll do a little bit of a tribute once again to both uh, Eddie Money, who we lost to, one of Long Island's own, my boy Eddie Money from uh, Levittown, Long Island. Uh, we lost him as well. He was 70, I believe. Um, two great, not, if God... We Losing Rick Case again Eddie any money in the same week, that kills a fucking party in 1982, let me tell you. That is a kick-ass party in 1982. Putting on uh, both of those guys, you're having a pretty good time. Somebody's having a fucking good time in the woods with a keg and a couple of folding chairs if you're putting on those guys into your cassette player. Get it. hope you have enough D-batteries uh, d- because if you don't have enough D-batteries, this party's going to fucking suck. So make sure you get a whole bunch of D batteries. I think I think the, most of the radios back then held the a d size battery, right? Was it a D? You know what I mean. And, uh, and you could crank out some cars and some Eddie money. We lost them both this week. I saw Eddie money. I remember I put it on my Instagram stories. Maybe you watched it. We were on a flight together. Shit, a month ago, two months ago at LAX. And Eddie was wearing uh, a shirt. And he looked. He didn't look long for this world. I must admit, he was very, uh, very feeble. And they were actually helping him on and off the plane. And um, he was wearing a shirt with, with money symbols on it. You know, the ass with the line through it, the money symbol. So he was letting people know, "I'm, I'm Eddie Money. I'm like, Eddie I'm, Money. I'm wearing fucking the shirt that's money." So. He's Eddie Money. Eddie Money had a lot of hits. We'll talk about that later. Don't let being decrepit fool you. No, I'm still he was Eddie Money. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, 70. These guys, he 70 like lived a hard life. Eddie Money, I don't know if you remember, he he sang kind of out of the corner of his mouth. If you remember, he had he was like a big video artist in the 80s because he had a couple of he had a huge hit song with uh just like Ronnie said, Be my little baby. Oh, that's, that's a that good one. That was a one. huge hit for Eddie Money in 80 83 or whatever it was. And uh so because that was a hit, this is back when it went on MTV, you could be fucking an older guy who didn't look like a rock star, and you could still be, look at Huey Lewis. I mean, he was the biggest video star in the world. Huey looks like, a, look like an accountant, but people let it happen, and Eddie Money was the same way, and he became kind of a big video star with, with that song and a song called Shakin' and the song called, uh, you know, I, I Wanna Go Back. He had a couple of big, like, video hits. Anyway... You noticed he would sing out of kind of the corner of his mouth. He would, uh, almost like he had a stroke look like. Mm. And it turns out that he did. Eddie Money one oh. night, yeah, went out and party. You know, it was big of a bit of a party or I think. Took some sort of cocaine or drugs or something. You know, passed out so hard slept so hard on one side of his body you ever do that you ever sleep on like fucked up on a plane or something and you wake up and like and your, your shoulder arm's numb doesn't and work sh- yeah and you- well in his case he did it so long and for you know at, at and so uh strongly that he fucking paralyzed half his face. Whoa. For a qu- so that's why he was singing out of the corner of his mouth, because his face was paralyzed from a night of partying. So be careful out there, everybody, when you're smoking your uh, jewels. You don't want to fucking paralyze <laughs> half your face. That's what happened to Eddie Money. So anyway, he lived 70 years. He had a bunch of fucking hit songs, sort of Rick Ocasek. So let's hope that they were on their deathbed. They weren't like David Cassidy and thought to themselves so much wasted time. Hopefully they went, you know what? I did good. I fucking did it for a long time. I actually saw Eddie Money, speaking of uh, David Spade, I, my friend was in Joe Dirt, the original Joe Dirt movie, and my friend was in it at the end. He's the, he's the cop who tries to save Joe Dirt from jumping off the, the bridge, and uh, he got to, we got to go to the premiere party of Joe Dirt. And Eddie Money played at the premiere party. He was the entertainment. It was a way long time ago when, whenever Joe Dirk came out. So I saw Eddie Money perform at that party with Sandler was there and everybody. And he kicked ass, man. He even got up there, did the hits. And and uh so anyway rest in peace eddie money rico casick we love you both uh i will miss you and i know many of the people who listen to this podcast are into your type of music so we will all miss you now we are going to get into a thing uh both alex and i feel strongly about what is currently going on in the world of the uh, <laughs> what people like to call cancel culture now I'm a, I get every now and again I get swept up in cancel culture. There's many people who want me to to you know uh, be never to speak again because I make fun of Caitlyn Jenner uh, at times and because I say <laughs> things time. yeah all know, the time. I say things that are but I don't <laughs> say, once again I don't really feel I say yeah. anything that bad about her. I mean I just make fun of the voice and the fact that it's funny mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. You know and I don't know if it, we'll get into the, the roast of uh, Alec Baldwin in a minute but. There are several things we need to discuss. Uh, first, we need to discuss a, a guy named Shane Gillis. You Now, I think, Alex, you have a clip, his clip up. Yeah. So, Alex, let's play the clip, and we'll discuss. Go ahead. Play the clip. Here we go. My town's fucking nuts. It's crazy. It is full fucking China. It's yeah. fucking Chinese down there. I wonder how that started. They just built one fucked-up-looking building, and people were like, well, All right, no one said anything. Let let's the fucking chinks live there,
0: huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they built these fucking, like, huge Well, there it out. is.
1: They, they, this oh, is uh, Shane Gillis and his partner on his podcast. I'm not sure of his partner's name. Do you know Ooh, it?
0: I do not know yeah,
1: it. Yeah, anyway, I think they're both comedians, and they have a podcast that they do okay. out of New York. And that is Shane Gillis saying uh, chink and kind of making fun of Chinatown a little bit. In Shane Shane Gillis's defense, okay, now let me explain who Shane Gillis is. Uh, Shane Gillis was hired. You guys probably already know the story. It's been all over the news. He was hired of last week as a, one of the new cast members on Saturday Night Live. Every year, Saturday Night Live will hire you know two or three new people. To kind of be like they they, they do like a, almost like an apprenticeship program over Sunday Night Live. You get you're on the show, but you don't really do much in the first to one or two seasons, uh, unless you have like a really great impression of a political candidate mm-hmm. that you just happen to get real lucky. You happen to look like them a little bit, then you could kind of run right out of the gate. But for the most part, you, uh, you you wait around and don't do a hell of a lot. So they hired a guy named Shane Gillis. This guy, they hired a Chinese guy, which was, I believe, the first. He was already the first a,
0: East Asian.
1: He was already a writer on the show. Yeah. And a girl who, uh, I, I don't know, but she I think she's an LA comic who does a lot of impressions. Do she you know her a, name. She, I don't, but she was a groundlings girl. And I looked at her Instagram and she does really good impressions. So and it's you know, sounding alive, that's fucking key. So they hired these three people. Um, and I guess because there was a Chinese guy hired within this uh lot of people they hired they went around looking at Shane Gillis who you know Alex says he is kind of like a bit of a controversial comic mm-hmm. in New York. He he's part of the. Uh, he's
0: part of the Legion of Skanks Legion podcast, of Skanks, which, is, which no, they call that's themselves. Luis Gomez, Gome, Luis J. Gomez, Dave Smith, Big J. Okerson. They call J. themselves the most offensive podcast, and that's their right. goal. Yeah, and he's kind of runs in their crew. Yeah, okay, so, so that's
1: that's their thing. Used mm-hmm. to be offensive and another. Yeah. That's fine, good enough, fair
0: there, enough. And, and again, there's a market for that. It's just not as sure. now. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. that's
1: so anyway. So they go back and, like, we, you know, we've, it's been happening over and over again. We've seen it happen now, you know, 10, 15 times over the last. I mean, honestly, Twitter and, and, and podcasts have gotten more people, you know, f- put out of work than fucking robots and machines at this point. Like, it is fucking bad. So uh, this kid got fired. Yesterday, the day before, they said, no, we are not. We don't need it. Um, the funny thing is about Saturday Life Live is if you go back, and I know times were different. Let's face it; they just are. Times are different. The, the, the shit we did on Chelsea lately, five years ago, we couldn't do today. The shit they did on Saturday Night Live in 1975, where you know John Belushi, who's certainly not an uh, Asian man, played the fucking samurai guy. I mean, that was his. That was a huge bit on Saturday Night Live. He would come in and be, you know, the, the sam. We all remember it was. A, it was a fucking. You know, appointment television. Watch that I live. That's when there were three networks. And the next day at the water cooler, they say, "Not that I ever hung out near a water cooler, but that's the one of the bits you talked about." Oh my God, did you watch Samurai Guy come out and you know do do the bit? Mm-hmm. And I these days, you probably couldn't do Samurai Guy, whatever not. you she did. So there was that, and there was other things along the way. Eddie Murphy did a ton of shit. That's. First of all, Eddie Murphy is hosting Sunday Live in a couple of weeks, which I'm very excited about. But Eddie Murphy, on one of his <laughs> specials a few of his years co- ago, says faggot 10,000 times on the special. So, I mean, who knows? But like, once again, different time. That's Eddie Murphy was saying that at a different time. I, and I also understand. Now, Alex and I, we already start, We started to do this podcast. This is our redo. We just started 15 minutes ago. We did it. And I was like, I don't want to go down this road of like, cancel comedy, blah, blah, blah. Because I always say... It's not, comedy's not over. It's not dead. It's fine. I know there's people out there who are trying to stop, but it's not stopping. It's Dave Chappelle's still making specials. Mm. Bill Burr, I watched them both over the last couple of weeks, and I know they're both controversial for whatever reason, but it's supposed to be controversial. Here's why comedy began, in, in, in my opinion, and this is, I could be wrong, and I'm sure there's probably historians who will tell you differently, but in my small feeble mind this is how comedy began and why it began you could probably go and do whatever people were doing in it and let's just go let's just take it as far back as the 50s when like the Lenny Bruce's and the Joan Rivers was, and and even like those guys were beginning they could probably have done it at eight o'clock in 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 every bar in New York City at the time but it was a weird time. People were like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear what Lenny Bruce is saying, and I don't want to hear what Joan Rivers is saying. At So what they did was they they and George Carlin, they were they were moved to like darker corners of the village and places like that into darker back rooms of, of bars and clubs to do. And that's how it kind of began. It was supposed to be behind a shut door where what's going on back there? Eh, if you want to go through that door. I'm there's some shit going on that you know I'm just letting you know. That's and for that reason, it's still supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. Once you enter the dark fucking quarters of the comedy club and the door shut, it's all bets are off. We that's. That's what they call a fucking safe space, whatever yeah. people say now. I believe it's a comedy, and that's space. why I'm. A, I I get angry at shit like when I hear you know d- guys doing fucking oh they, they're doing a kids show, and I know that's a fucking good money maker. Like and we do, we do a we're family friendly show at 5 p.m. and then fuck that family friendly. That's not what comedy is supposed to be. You If you're taking your fucking seven year old to a comedy club, there's something wrong with you. The I know probably you're like. Ah, but my kids love Taylor Williamson. Nothing wrong with Taylor. Yeah, I like Taylor. But like th- that's that's not the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. If you want to say Dave Chappelle can't, you know, say what he says, and I'll get into that in a second. You are going to get Bring the Funny on NBC. Now, I, now I'm not shitting on comedians who are on Bring the Funny. I know them. They're all fine comedians. But Bring the Funny on M- on on NBC does more harm than good in the comedy world because casual comedy fans not me and Alex who are in the game every day we know the fucking ins and outs of the business we know everybody we can handle it but people who just turn on NBC and go well let me watch comedy according to what NBC believes Mm -hmm. comedy is we watch a thing called Bring the Funny and it was fucking pretty much unwatchable it was so goddamn fucking bad that and i know it was bad for many reasons not because they were trying to mix in too many comedy worlds they were like now here's stand-up here's sketch and it did that the gear you got to switch gears too much in order to go from sketch to stand up to whatever else a guitar comic to it just doesn't work but nobody can nobody knows that because they don't fucking think about it so you guys watch it now you know and you say Oh, shit. Comedy sucks. This is comedy. Mm -hmm. Like it sucks. Yeah, it sucks because they need a third grade level comedy because people can't hear Dave Chappelle talk about trans people. You're going to watch some shitty fucking improv troupe make assholes out of themselves on NBC at eight o'clock. So everybody will be happy. Everybody's going to be happy because Chrissy Teigen is going to go, oh, "You know what? I thought it was really funny." No you didn't Chrissy Teigen. I don't mind Chrissy Teigen. I think Chrissy Teigen is kind of funny online. But be honest Chrissy Teigen, you don't find that shit funny? None of it was funny except for outside of a couple of stand-ups like Erica Rhodes who I like and some other some of the stand-ups were good, you know? They they're fine guys, but they were so their wings were so clipped. They can't be funny. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. How did I do with my friend? I hate doing this shit, but, you know, and that, this goes back to Shane Now, I understand Shane Gillis getting fired because I, Alex, you could chime t- yep. in on this whenever you want. Okay. I, I, I know TV. It's like, if you're going to be on TV, you have to play by the rules. You have to play by the rules in any job. You have to play by the rules if you work at UPS. There's just fucking rules in the world, and I, that's fine. If you want to be Shane Gillis and you want to say you know chink this and, ch- and and that that's we don't we're not fucking politically correct on this Podcast, Not, I could be fired a thousand times over the things mm-hmm. i have said over the last six months. And I that's fine. I don't have a job to be fired from. You're gonna have to cancel those college gigs, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, because I'm old. That's another like why why is it all right for, for like producers and, and and network executives to look right at my face and go, You can't be on television because you're old. What's the difference between that and 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 saying you can't be on because you said chink? Like I'm I'm facing some shit here too. Nobody will put me on TV mm. because I'm old. They, and they flat out tell me that. Which Funny why, why don't I fucking? Why don't I? Where's my fucking? You're, you're old shaming me. Nah, who? Can, I'd rather be able to talk on this podcast freely and openly than have to go on some stupid fucking TV show and where I and because of what I said on this podcast in a fucking closet in Koreatown, I can't be on Bring the Funny. I don't give a fuck about Bring the Funny. You know what it brought? It didn't bring funny. Not to me, at least. Brought, sold some Pepsi. Brought torture. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. And so and Sunday Lives, they gotta say they there's people, it's about TV's about ads. It always has been. TV began in the fifties with Milton Burl and, and the Sids and Sid Caesar. They were it basically it was called just the, the, the you know the the tide or whatever, you know, ivory soap amateur hour. That's what it was. It was to sell soap. It's still to sell soap. So when the soap company says I don't want this guy who said chink on the show, you're off the show. We went on on Chelsea lately. We were saying some shit on that show. Fuck. We and E to their credit didn't give us a hard time. They let us say whatever we wanted. To Chelsea's credit, she said some shit that was wildly inappropriate. But every now and again, somebody would say something about Southwest Airlines or, or, oh, or, can't do that. And they were like, fuck, that's the one. <laughs> that's you the you one. just crossed the line. Mm-hmm. You could call Mariah Carey Fad. You could fucking make fun of Bruce Jenner. You could do whatever you want. But once you say Southwest Airlines sucks, boop, that'll mm-hmm. be enough of that. They're yeah. advertising on this, on this thing and they keep the show rolling and they pay my bills and they pay your bills and I get it. So that's how it's going to be. So, uh, if you could say, sorry, Alex, no, you gonna. could say whatever you want. I, I, Ricky Gervais just tweeted what I've been saying on this I podcast like this. for six months. Ricky Gervais said, it is not over. Comedy's not over. You can say whatever you want. You just have to deal with the repercussions of what you said. A guy like Ricky Gervais who doesn't give a fuck. And you could say what you want about Ricky. Some people hate him. Some people love him. But Ricky Gervais says what he wants. And I know he's in a different position than most of us. He can do that. He's a trillionaire who doesn't give a fuck anymore. But nobody's, nobody's, nobody's canceling Ricky Gervais because he said some shit. He says whatever the fuck he wants. You just have to deal with it. Joe Rogan says what he wants. Joe Rogan doesn't care. He's not going to be on Saturday Night Live. So, th- so everyone's saying, oh, you can't say this, you can't say that. But Yes, you can, but beware. Cause you might have to fucking deal with some shit.
0: This is a uh, something that's that's also said a lot in in the younger comedy circles. In my circles, mm-hmm. uh, I have a I have another um, audition for the improv tonight to try to get past again, okay. and I'm not going to because my humor, like it's not my sets. This is the third right. or fourth one I've done? I just don't say what they want to hear at seven right. o'clock at a place that's as big as the improv. It's right. owned by the company that owns AMC. They you know, yeah. So. I've been telling my friends and some of my coworkers is they're not telling us who to be on stage. They're just telling us who we have to be if we want to use their resources. And that is that is And that's fine. But b- b- of course that's every mm-hmm. job. That you is just every, have to, yeah. that go, that's
1: from the fucking working at uh, you know at, at McDonald's on up to working mm-hmm. at you know at at Google. Yeah. You you have to play by the rules of of the office you work for. There's nothing wrong so with that. Uh, how that's you, the way the
0: world works. How you fight this if you're listening is if you like comedy, support local comedians. And People do. That's yeah. why it. That's why podcasts work. Mm-hmm.
1: You, the Legion of Skanks, is a hit. Yeah, People it's the go, big, one of the biggest. Listen, po- I yeah. don't have that fucking following. I wish I did. I wish I had fucking bros. I don't have bros. I got you broads, and I fucking love it. I'd rather hang out with you fucking gals than these fucking screaming fucking uh, banshees they're, out there at the Legion not. of Skanks. Oh god, the I Comedy Store. I had don't that. want that at all. I don't want those Rogan guys. I don't want those Legion of Skank guys. I'd rather have my nice ladies. Oh. You smell good when they hug you at the end of the show. Get in there. Nice. Oh, what is that? Gina Tay? Oh, I love it. That's all I want. I want you nice women. To be and we sit and we have a couple of good laughs about the fucking you know some mood music in the 70s and, I, and and so I didn't want to like I don't even like to talk about this shit because I feel like it's it's first of all, it's boring. We've heard of we're gonna hear it from a thousand other comics and people on Twitter and whatever else and people will do it better than me. People will be you know they'll, they'll have better perspectives on it. They'll probably choose a, a, a better stance on it as I I often waffle between both sides. I don't like to, but I'm not running for fucking president. I don't need to choose a side here. I understand Shane Gillis. I understand fucking Chinese
0: people. I get it. I think, uh, yeah, man, I think it's, you can only get canceled if you're relying on someone else's platform to make your career. Right. If you're going to be offensive, you just have to go and do it yourself and support yeah. those people. Right, right, right. And, you know. I love that Ricky Gervais said that, too, because it's true. Yeah, it's, yeah. It no is. one's canceling. No one tells me what to say, but I also have zero success. So, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know,
1: who knows? It it, it is a different world out there. You mm-hmm. can you can find an audience if you want to have an like. Look at Sam. There's a guy named Sam Tripoli. Fantastic. Sam yeah. Tripoli. I've known for I, Sam and I have come up in the in the comedy ranks for 25 years together. I love Sam. He's a great guy. Sam has a has a podcast called uh, uh, a tin Tinfoil foil Hat. hat. And Sam's, you know, he's a he's a conspiracy theorist, and he does all this crazy shit. Sam, out, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with half of what shit Sam says, but Sam personally is a fucking sweetheart of a guy, like one of the nicest guys in this business, and has been for many, many years. Sam's starting to get, you know, popular because of this podcast, but but he's, you know, these wackos. I don't think Sam would mind if I said that. Follow him around and talk about whatever you know, building nine 9- seven and nine and eleven all this shit and tower, tower yeah, seven. whatever. Right. That's all Sam. That's his people. He's got his people. Nobody would give Sam a fucking job, you know, a year and a mm. half ago. But Sam made his way in the world. As is Sam, Sam going to be on Saturday Night Live? Fuck they no. They don't want they don't want skits uh, skits about lizard people. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Fuck no. He's not going to be on. Saturday. So that I'm not. I don't. I'm. The, I don't. First of all, have the balls to do it. I don't care about it. I don't. I. I would. I want to be on fucking Cutesy TV. If you want to put my, you know, old ass face on a fucking TV show, I'll shut the fuck up about Chinese people. But until that time, you here I go, Chinese people. I don't like the fact that you spit on the ground all the time in public. <laughs> I feel like well, you do. You, you do a lot of spitting, and that's not acceptable in in society. They do. Just next time you see one at a bus stop, they're always spitting. Go to San Francisco. See how they spit on the ground. (laughs) You're canceled.
0: Do you know how many downloads
1: we just lost? We lost it. Anyway. Uh, so that's it I hope you you know you you found that somewhat interesting I know it's I, I know for you guys in the regular world who not like you're not surrounded by comedy all the time like who gives a fuck like we you watch these shows like we all get so caught up in Bill Barr and Dave Chappelle and all these you guys don't even give a fuck you watch like yeah it was funny but then you watch n- next week you watch Carrot type you know, that was funny too like I get mm-hmm. like it's all comedy I don't know Am I, was I offended by it for the most part no I wasn't but and I also understand why people are offended like in, in the case of the Sticks and Stones, Dave Chappelle special, he does some trans jokes in it. And, and for, like a, for Alex and myself and you guys who are normal, you hear a trans joke, you laugh, and you go, all right, that's the end of that. I'll move on with my life. I don't hate trans people. I get the joke. But there are fucking... we See, this is what happens. We're, we cater to the fucking dumbasses of the world. We, 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 we cater to them on a plane. You know, I still get on that fucking plane. And, the, and I, you know, I like to relax. As soon as I get on the plane, I'm like, this is relax time now. I've got a four hour flight, whatever flight. Shut the fuck up the, the the flight attendants. They have to talk for the first 15 minutes of flight because they're talking to the idiots mm-hmm. who've nev- who don't know how to use a seat. I know this is an oft used joke, but they got to tell you how to use a seatbelt still. I got to tell you, there's no smoking on the flight still, because they're aiming at the one fucking dope in the back. Who doesn't know how to use a seatbelt? And da, 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 da. you know, I'm like, wait, can you just shut the fuck up? We all know the rules of the plane. We've been on it. We've been flying on planes since whatever, you know, since planes were invented, whatever. Shut up. Yeah, but we used to be allowed to smoke on them. I know. I know. I know <laughs> they still do the smoking shit. Yeah. Like, we know we you can't it. smoke on a plane. We got it. Anyway, so, but that's for dumb. So that we, everything's catered to dumb. Dumb guy, dumb guy, dumb guy, dumb guy. So these, so here's what the, the, the people who want to, like a Dave Chappelle to not. And I get it. See, because now Dave Chappelle says a trans joke. And the dumb guy who fucking idolizes Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. and idolizes the fucking skank guys and idolizes Sam Tripoli. And I'm not saying that the, that's not bad. But the, it, they, all of a sudden, it hits their brain differently than it hits our brain. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh. Dave Chappelle says trans people are bad. I'm gonna go fucking beat one up on the street. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Now we all can't listen to Dave Chappelle because this fucking dope mm-hmm. you know can't can't function in society. That's his fucking
0: problem. But isn't it funny that as a society, we already cancel those people? No one's hanging out with that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But it the the guy the trans person who gets punched by him, that yeah. it sucks for him. Yeah. You know, or her, it, 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 it or whatever you yeah. know. You know the term. Zir. Uh, it sucks for. It sucks, sucks for Z. The, them, they, the the losers. I don't know what the word is, but you know what I'm saying. So I I understand. I get it. I understand both sides of it. I I understand if I was. A, I'm not a gay person. I'm not. A, I'm not a brown. I'm not. I'm not a minority. You know, and and uh, so for that reason, I, I I I can only talk so strongly on these subjects because. You know, I understand what it's like to be. Uh, to, uh, uh, you see it all the time. Like I go, I, I perform in, in cities that are just not New York and Los Angeles and, and Chicago. And honestly, even here, if I walk down the street holding hands with my wife or or your, or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, and nobody gives a fuck, nobody looks twice, mm-hmm. but still to this day. If my gay friend, Ross Matthews or Guy Branham, walks down the street holding their boyfriend's hand, people will fuck with them for it. Mm -hmm. And that, so then when those guys hear Dave Chappelle say some shit, they're like, ah, you know what, do do we have to? Do Mm -hmm. I have to go through this shit now on Netflix too? Because I have to go through it when I'm walking through the fucking street. So I understand. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, let's fucking... Do. Right, so, go ahead. What do, you, what do you have to say, Alec?
0: Um, no, all of us... Uh, I'll, I'll wrap it on this. Um, Bill Burr had a great quote years ago. This is not a new thing. It has nothing to do with his new special. He had a great quote years ago that said people who get offended by jokes are typically very selfish people. They were laughing at the Mexican joke and the retarded joke, right. but they got offended by the Chinese joke because right. they're Chinese. If you can't laugh at yourself, but you can laugh at other people, quit going to comedy clubs, quit consuming comedy, and if you have a good sense of humor, keep doing it, you know but what I mean? aren't you supposed to be offended? By, like, that's kind of the whole, like, I always, even early on, I
1: remember as a kid, uh, me and my friends the first time seeing Andrew Dice Clay, I, we were watching. It was I think it was, it was called Rodney Dangerfield Comedy Hour or something. My one of my friends had it on like VHS tape, and he brought it over, and it was like Barry Sobel and and a couple of other guys who were still around. On was that
0: it. when he was he the Dice he, Man he, then, or was well, he just
1: Andrew? He was Andrew Dice Clay okay, at that cool. point. You very young. and it was so Rodney would introduce like these five acts. All guys who were still around. Like I think it was Bobby Slate, and I think it was you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry Sobel. Anyway. So and one of them is Andrew Dice Clay. He mm-hmm. does a ten minute set on this on this special of of, of you know comedy. Me and my friends like this is the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. Ho- I mean it was like holy shit. Suck and stop everything. This guy is doing Hickory Dickory Dock. Bend over, bitch. All you know. And I was like, <laughs> this is amazing. I'm laughing my ass off. I was fucking 12 and hearing you know jokes about you know Hickory Dickory Dock. Suck my cock. To me, it was the funniest shit I've ever heard. Then of course the whole thing. You know, fire him for saying i alive. He can't be on this. I was like, wow, really? Are people that upset mm-hmm. by? Uh, but you know if some asshole fucking smacks his girlfriend in the face because he listens to Andrew Dice Clay, then
0: I don't know. Is it? Is but it I feel par- like the guy who smacks his girlfriend in the face was going to do it before he listened to Andrew Clay. You're and he's going to listen to him right. after. And if he was listening to rap music, we'd blame rap music. And if he was listening yes, to country, we'd blame country. Yeah. If he played video games, we'd blame video games. That dude's a piece of shit and his friends need to make sure that he knows he's a piece of shit. And we have to do it, I think. Okay,
1: all right. I there think we are. We,
0: yeah. I think we've said it. So you get two perspectives.
1: Alex, young guy, 27 years old, in the game, very unsuccessful at it. Very- Me, older, very successful, and we both pretty much came to the same conclusion, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of. All right, there we have it. Uh, Alex Trebek, everybody. I just want to, on a sad note, Alex Trebek, who I absolutely fucking love. I know he's 75, and hes I, I didn't realize he was 75. He looks great for 75. And as you know, he had pancreatic cancer, and uh, he he announced that about a year ago, or maybe not quite a year ago. Stage four pancreatic cancer, which, as many of us know, is pretty much, if any of you had to go through something like that, it's a death sentence. It's one of those cancers that you just don't come back from. Patrick Swayze had it a couple of other people you go fast it's a quick one so uh anyway trebek winds up making it through the season of, of jeopardy and then he, turns out he, it's kind of working he a few weeks he's back to work at jeopardy he went through some chemo and it seemed to be working now today they just announced that uh he's got to go through a second round of chemo it's back and that's never I remember the same thing happened with Patrick Swayze Patrick Swayze had had it he went through some chemo it kind of went down he actually got another job on another TV show they hired him when he was like full you know full stage 4 pancreatic cancer and uh, and then he wasn't I hope it turns around because I absolutely am a a Jeopardy fanatic and I love Alex Trebek and I wish him the best we've already lost Rick Casey again money fucking hang on Alex I'd love to see
0: you keep going I don't know if I could live in a world watching Jeopardy without Alex Trebek I really don't did you hear uh, did you hear that uh, Shane Gillis is now doing Jeopardy (laughs) (laughs) Shane Gillis he's like what what? is chink and and the only
1: thing all three contestants are going to be chinks I heard that I don't know if that's true but that's uh, that's a crazy story so so that's the story on that. Good luck to him. There was an elderly Indian couple. Alex, maybe you can kind of get this up. I just read the story. An Indian couple had a, just had a child and they're in like their seventies, both of them. And this morning I read that they had the baby about a week ago. And this morning I read they're both not doing well. (laughs) They're, They're both having, um, having, you know, their problems because they weren't supposed to have a baby at 73 years old, but they did somehow, you know, I guess doctors could do anything these days. And in, in, in India, they were like, fuck it. Give this woman whatever you need to give her to, to get her going.
0: And, and she had a baby at seven. What was it? 73 you see, uh, after, Oh, let's see. Um, 74 and her husband, yeah. 78. Seventy eight. So they just had a kid and like they kid. had twins. Twins. Exactly. This Ew. is the craziest fucking shit. Can you imagine? And if you still don't think that healthcare is better in India. Oh, <laughs>
1: healthcare.
0: What is healthcare in India?
1: They just, they, so this, they wind up having, so now they're both of them not doing well. So if anybody wants two twin
0: Indian kids, I think in another week they'll be available. They'll be for, yeah. <laughs> I don't think these two are hanging on much longer. Dude, you know what bums me yeah. out is that it was a C-section. I was kind of. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you were hoping it was going to come out of the 74-year-old vagina? I was hoping. Uh, I mean.
1: I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's kind of a fucked that's pretty up story, crazy. isn't it? Did you watch, anybody watch the roast of uh, Alex, uh, Alec Baldwin? I was going to say Alex Trebek. Uh, it premiered what, two days ago? That would, be, that would be bad if we did a roast of Alex Trebek. That wouldn't oh, be nice. No, no a- Alec Baldwin. It was two <laughs> nights ago. You know, roasts there, the Comedy Central roasts are Comedy Central roast. They Everybody comes out and they do jokes that, you know, we're going to do. Nikki Glaser's old and, and Nikki Glaser's a slut, and you know everybody does yeah. that. Joe, the, the, the poor women on the panel. Nikki Glaser's a great comedian and, and a very nice person, but they they only have like a very small thing they can do to them. They yeah. did it to Sarah Silverman before that. They did it to everybody. You know, you're a slut and you're old. That's those she's, are the two. She's
0: young and hot. What are
1: you gonna pick on her for? The, yeah, those are two like, we got on you. And yeah. um, and of course Caitlin was there. Now, poor Caitlin's face was going through. Uh, whoever did whatever rubber bands or paper clips are holding that shit together, <laughs> they were fucking working overtime that day because he was going through some emotions, like laughing and 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 I don't think Caitlyn good gets, sense of humor. No, oh, zero bummer. sense of humor, and it continued and throughout it. <laughs> it. It continued throughout this entire. Robert De Niro, by the way, n- no sense of humor either. Oh, really? He's good in the roast, but he was not getting... I don't. I think he's too old to like get some of the references. Mm. First of all, he has no idea who Nikki Glaze was. So he's. Yeah. They're doing like Nikki Glaze, and they're doing. You know, everybody's doing their jokes about the people on the dais. He doesn't know who Blake Griffin is. Yeah. So all, and then they're like making fun of him, and he's just like, oh, I don't know. Was it bad to do uh, like a fucking Bullwinkle movie? Like, I, I don't know. Is that bad? Yeah. Like he didn't seem to be getting the the. There's a lot of old. You're They're old. They're like making
0: fun of him. He's They'll,
1: like, "Who are you?" Yeah. There's there a lot of like, "You're old, Robert." And I was like, "I know." Yeah, I am I'm a fucking eighty. Is yeah. that a problem? Yeah. Like it happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. It'll happen to all of us if, yeah. if, you, if you if you hang around. If you're long lucky. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Hang around long. So uh, there were a lot of Caroline Ray, who has been
0: a fucking Fuck veteran her. comic. I actually thought she
1: was kind of funny. I don't. Uh, I I actually. All right, we won't go into. Uh, no, I
0: have a. I just have a. She came. She went on to when comics were working out at the improv, yeah. trying their stuff. The other roasters are supposed to leave the room, and yeah. she's stuck in the room. And uh, she actually went on stage when Chris Red was on stage, yeah, and like kind of interrupted his jokes, and it, p- it just pissed me off. I was like, "Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I
1: thought I actually thought she was kind of she funny. have good good jokes. Yeah, they were good. Right, they good. were good. It was fun. You know, you get it goes on for like two and a half hours, and you eventually kind of get the the beats. You're like, okay, here we okay, go. Here Everyone's go. good. Ken Jong's got a small mm-hmm. dick, and da 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 and nothing. That everybody was fun and it was funny, but Caitlyn was the best. The best was, you know, I don't know. I, I actually laughed the most at Caroline Ray. I yeah. thought she was kind of like, you know, she's a pro. And and Alec Baldwin, they're all funny. Yeah. And it's funny when a regular guy gets up and is pretty good, like yeah. Alec Baldwin and Blake Griffin. And, you know, Caitlyn got up there, and obviously they had written some jokes for her, and, and, and she did them. And it was the first time – and maybe it was a good thing. Maybe maybe that's why Caitlyn did it, because maybe it's a good thing for people to see – listen, if, if – For whatever we are, we're all supposed to be in this world, we're all supposed to be accepting and, uh, and, and uh, of all types, but for some people, it's going to take a little time here Mm -hmm. and maybe things like that, where she could stand there and take a fucking beating. Uh, by from from people, it almost humanizes. Actually, Dave Chappelle talks about this a little bit in his special. It almost humanizes. Like, girl, oh, all right, all right, maybe I, now let's see another one next year, and let's see let's see somebody else, and let's mm-hmm. start to fucking have some fun let's with it. Chelsea Manning, let's do it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe the girl from I don't know, who knows? There's not. Nobody's as big. and, and There will be as,
0: three more by next year, so. Could be. Anyway, so,
1: you know, but it's it was Caitlyn, and Caitlyn was up there doing, you know, and, and of course, Caitlyn made it about herself. She, she of course, goes, uh, you know, to, to all the trans people out there, I'm here for you. I was like, oh, cut it out. I don't know if you, that was your, like, I know I, trans people, I know I don't know if they accept her fully in, in, in the world. Um, so there was a, but she did kind of really make it about herself a little bit. And which is fine. And uh, so, but it was, it was all fun. I hope you watched it. I just thought Caitlin's, seeing Caitlin's face and the 71 year old face, that's whatever it's been through. And it's even been through before. Even when it was Bruce, it's been through a lot. Now mm-hmm. it's really been through a lot. And it was, uh, it was getting a workout. And then Caitlin kept like standing up and like asking people to like, apl- she kept like waving her big giant hands to like <laughs> applaud more. Like, um, you know, I think I don't know. I, I just don't think Caitlin gets what's happening. Like yeah. with like live performing. Mm-hmm. Live performing is a skill that you have to uh, be good at. There's a lot
0: of editing on that show. Yeah, oh, oh, I'm sure that yeah. was. I'm
1: sure that was. But uh, anyway, so there, there was that, and uh, you know, and it was it was interesting. It was good. And, and uh, that's where we're at. That was, uh, that's where we're at on that. Hey everyone, are you fab? Are you fit? Are you fun? If you're not, I can certainly tell you where you can be. Order the 2019 Fab Fit Fun Fall Box on sale now. You know Fab Fit Fun. It's a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season, making it real easy on you. And the fall one is out now. We're transitioning from summer to fall, so you got, you're going to need our chunky sweaters, and we're going to need different type of moisturizers. I got the box, and I have to tell you, there's a scarf in this new fall box that is absolutely gorgeous. I'm going to be wearing it all fall and all winter. I know it's probably a woman's scarf, but it still looks great on me. There's a body butter in the fall box that I've been lotioning myself up with for the past week to 10 days. Maybe you smelled me if you came up to me after a show. That's it. That's what you're smelling. It's fantastic. I feel good. I'm excited about it. So go to uh, fabfitfun.com, and uh, that's where you could put in Franjola, F-R-A-N-J-O-L-A, and they will give you $10 off your uh, FabFitFun box. It's a forty. It, it retails at $49.99, but there's $200 worth of stuff in this FabFitFun box. And like I said, if you go to uh, FabFitFun.com. They and put in Frangola. F R A N J O L A. They will give you ten dollars off. So that what is that? Thirty nine ninety nine. That's nothing. This scarf alone is like 70 bucks, And then with everything else, it's just fun opening the thing. I mean, so many fun little things in there that you can have a good time with. So I highly recommend this fall's FabFitFun box. Check it out. And then if you like the, the fall, go into, you know, the, the winter, into the spring, into the summer, and they'll deliver right to your house. Anyway, get fab, get fit, get fun. And with Franjola, you get uh, 10%, $10 off. So do that and uh, enjoy the fall. Give yourself support this season with a boost, whether you're looking for energy, better sleep to maintain stress, or something else to help you feel your healthiest, I highly, highly recommend careof.com. Uh, they mail me these vitamins and supplements and protein shakes, and it's unbelievable how much better I've been looking and feeling over the past couple of months since I've been getting them. I take their online quiz, which is fun. takes about five minutes, and when you take the quiz, you put in your health goals and your diet needs, and... It, it takes five minutes for them to come up with what exactly you need as far as vitamins and supplements, things like that. Then they mail them right to your door, and it makes it real easy. Uh, they have vegan options. Everything comes in you know, individual packets that are labeled properly. So, I mean, it really can't be much easier for you to look good and feel good at uh, TakeCareOf.com. And because you listen to Cover to Cover, you go to TakeCareOf.com and put in Cover to Cover, and they will give you 25% off your first purchase. And I get that. I'll admit. They gave me a bit of a deal on it, so I'm looking fantastic for, you know, uh, the right price. But you guys can also look fantastic for 25% off at takecareof.com. Put in uh, cover to cover, and they will give you 25% off. And then you'll look fantastic, too. And you could tell me all about it when you see me at the clubs or online or all that stuff. So takecareof.com, that's where you go for all your supplement and protein powder needs. Thank you. Oh, by the way, thank you, Arizona. So great to see everyone come out this weekend. I was just in uh, Glendale, Arizona at the... uh uh, the Stir Crazy Comedy Club And man There was so many Cover to cover people It was a, We had a blast I mean See how fun it is When you go out And have a good time at a, And then afterwards We had drinks With some people And it was great So thank you To all the people Who showed up to that And if you want to be You know One of those One of those people Who comes and has a blast You have to come to The Blue Room Comedy Club Springfield, Missouri I am there 27th and 28th Next week The 27th and 28th Friday and Saturday Two shows each night I think the tickets Are 10 bucks That's it. If you people don't do it, if you don't show up then i that's it for Springfield, Missouri and I had a great time there last time I was there so I'm looking forward to it then I go to Zanies in Chicago you, Chicago you keep begging me to come here I am and I'm doing a ton of shows I'm in downtown Zanies, you know the one one of the best comedy clubs in the country Hell yeah! I do that one on oh, like it's a t- Wednesday Thursday and a Friday 2nd, 3rd and 4th of October October 2, 3 and 4 and I know it's right in the heart of probably Chicago Cubs being in the playoffs but fuck it let's have unless they start Losing in the next couple of weeks, and then I go over to Zany's Rosemont for one night that's on the 5th Saturday night. You know, the one Rosemont out there a little bit out by the airport, Zany's Rosemont Saturday the 5th. And then I go, no fucking around. People say this woman came up, you know, a lot of people come after me for the things I say about Britney Spears on her Instagram. And I, I, I really don't think I'm saying anything too bad, I'm not making fun of her as a person, I'm making fun of like the weird things she puts on Instagram. And people just, oh, my God, this girl last night was coming at me. You're a failed piece of shit, motherfucker, small dick. And I want to tell this girl who thinks I'm a failed comedian that I will be performing in Muskegon, Michigan, at the Sherman Bowling Center. Uh, It's called the Back Alley Comedy Club. It's connected to the bowling alley. On October 6th, it's a Sunday night, I'll be performing at a bowling alley in Muskegon, Michigan. So listen here, bitch. If you think I'm a fucking failed comedian, fuck you. I am performing at a bowling alley in Muskegon, Michigan on a Sunday night, October 6th. And the tickets are $12. Have you ever performed at a fucking bowling alley? I don't think so. I am not a failed comedian. I am a fucking bowling alley comedian. That's where. So now, <laughs> I don't know how this podcast went. I got a little too amped up about the uh, you know cancel culture because I don't care about it. I don't care if fucking Shane Gillis doesn't get on Saturday Night Live. It's where everyone's gonna live. He'll be and fine. I, Shane's He's gonna, gonna be, be bigger
0: fine. for the controversy. Yeah, let's hope so.
1: I doubt it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so so, so it, it 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 it's it's just your life. You guys. Have your your lives, and that's as it should be. When you're walking into uh, to to uh, Home Goods, and you go you're walking past the the pumpkins because it's fall now at Home Goods, and you're walking past you know the pumpkins and the fun the things that you're going to decorate your 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 centerpiece of your table, and maybe outside a little bit. And then, you you know, you stroll around the area where they sell weird foods, like syrups for coffees and stuff. And maybe you'll grab one oh a pumpkin one. That'll be fun for, for the thing. You'll probably never use it, but, you know, wind up throwing it out in a year. Anyway, so then you walk around and then you grab a you know, sign, at, you know, one of the signs. Not live, love, laugh, because I've already done that one. But, you know, one of the other ones. Like, this is family, or call, you know, but first coffee. And you get one of those. See, you guys aren't thinking about Shane Gillis. You're not thinking about Dave Chappelle. You're not thinking about Bill Burr. You don't give a fuck. If you go see some comedy one night, you you go, you watch it, you leave. By the time you're down the escalator, it, 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 out, probably getting a you know driving home or maybe get a late night at. Uh, uh, Appetizer at, at TGI Fridays in your neighborhood, which I highly recommend because I don't know if you people know this, but TGI Fridays has a half-price appetizers uh, late night, Alex. I'm Did going. You know that?
0: I, yeah, I know so, now. Oh,
1: well, yeah. Let me, let me, let, I'll, I'll tell Learn you. Learn me something. So what you'll do is you'll go into the uh, into the TGI Fridays and uh, the, the so they give you the appetizer menu and then you'll look at the price and you'll go, oh, $10 for chicken wings. Uh, no, nah, no, it's not. It's $5 now from, uh, and from like mid-11 to like $1.00. So it's a pretty good time. So by the time you guys are there at t- you have already forgotten about the fucking comedy that mm. you've seen. You don't give a shit. You're it's just not. upset
0: that there's no avocado toast.
1: <laughs> right. It's not so we we obsess about this shit, but you and I love the fact that you don't give a fuck. Go to home goods. Put on get you know, put on a nice outfit and, 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 and you know, watch some porn or whatever you people do with each other and roll around and get to know each other. You know, I don't know older people. What do you guys do? You know, n- knock the dust off your of your off your husband's dick once in a while and fucking have a good time. This that's it. Don't worry about fucking what Shane Gillis says about Asian people or what or what uh, Eddie Murphy says about this person or what what Dave Chappelle says. Fuck it. Who cares? There's real problems in the world. There's an old, older couple in India right now with a fucking two babies, and they can't even lift them up. They have
0: bad fucking shoulders. There's a 74-year-old lady there's, in India with C-section there's scars. Two t-
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's two two-week-old twins that are breastfeeding off a woman whose tits come down to her ankles. You think that shit's fun for those little babies? No. <laughs> this isn't fun. Those, those little twins are going to be brought up on, you know what their first words are going to be? It was probably something from um, from a Murder She Wrote. Damn, <laughs> I don't know if that. Aired. That probably doesn't even air in India. No. But that was just a hacky old people joke. You know what? You know what? Those uh, I heard one of those. Twi- they're only twins are only two weeks old. You know what I heard? One of them already choked on a Werther's candy. Oh,
0: oh come on! It. You have
1: one, Alex. You want to do one? You have one old person joke. I
0: got nothing. Oh, come on! You could do it. I'm trying to be good to uh to the fans. Okay. okay? All right. Fair enough. Anyway, I'm trying not anyway. to get canceled over here.
1: Yeah, Alex, don't cancel on. Don't cancel either one of us. I mean, what are you gonna catch anyway? So, so like I said earlier in the show, we lost two big ones, man. We lost, so we have to kind of. I know I like to stick with some stuff that's kind of, um, you know, about uh, about the, the the season we're in, you know. And somebody, and we'll do that next week. But because this week, and somebody sh- recently just posted something. God, it's kind of scary. This something that somebody posted all the rockers that we are about. Because of Rico Kasich being seventy-five, they're like close and dying. to death. Oh my god! It's let me. I, I'll I'll read it off to you if I could find it. Hold on. I'm yeah. gonna buy you three Here seconds to Here, pull it up. Okay, I got it. Are you ready? This is gonna. This is fucking scary, everybody. We just look Ricko and any money. Bob Dylan, 78, Paul McCartney, 77, Paul Simon, 77, Art Garfunkel, 77, Carol King, 77, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, seventy-seven; Mick Jagger, 76, Richard, 75, Jimmy Page, 75, Robert Plant, 71, Daltrey, 75, Ray Davies of the Kinks, 75, Townsend, 74, Roger Waters and David Gilmore, Pink Floyd, 75, Rod Stewart, 74, Debbie Harry, Elton John, 72. all Everybody in there. Billy Joel, 71. Bruce Springsteen, 70. That's fucking
0: bad. It's crazy. What's going to happen in five years? And Rizzo, she's definitely got diabetes. So Rizzo or Lizzo? Lizzo, yeah, Lizzo, Lizzo. Rizzo, Rizzo Stalker Channing in
1: Greece. How dare you? She was a 41 year old <laughs> high school senior in Greece, stranded at the drive-in, feeling a fool. What will they say Monday at school? Sandy, I don't know why I'm singing. That's a Danny Zuko song. I was trying to sing the one that Rizzo, that Rizzo sings, and that Stalker Channing sings. Um, ah, oh, can't, I can't think of it right I'm now. I'm gonna in be Greece. honest.
0: I've never seen that movie.
1: It's not for you. It's it's for it's for my <laughs> it's people. Not for it's, you. No, it's not. I you don't need it. It's not. Yeah. It's for my people. And so I want. I don't want you going to watch and going. Mm, I don't Talkin get it. Shit. Yeah, talking <laughs> shit because it's not for you people. I don't. I want. I'm what not do you mean, watch. you people? You know what I mean. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch your shit that you watch. I'm not gonna watch whatever fucking you know conspiracy theory movie you watch. Yeah, this guy's talking about UFOs. I'm not gonna go shit. I'll
0: let you have it. I'll let you have it. I got. For some reason, people think I am Sam Triple. Like I'm as bad as. he he is <laughs> I know I don't know. Anyway, I love Alex, and we
1: you people really seem to warmed up to him now, and I, I appreciate it because you know, people were calling for his head uh, six months ago, and now you're falling in love. Writing and I knew song. you would. I knew you would. I fucking, I had faith in him and I knew you would. So just trust me, people. I will, I will, uh, go see Sarah Colonna, by the way. I told her I would push shout her out. She's coming to San Francisco, I think, next week at Cobb's. One night only. Go see Sarah Colonna. I was very happy to have her here last week. That was fun. I know some of you were like, I just want you and Alex. I'm like, all right, calm down. Every now and again, I like that one of my friends come in and it was fun. All right. So let's, we have a song, um,
0: yeah, oh, we gotta. I forgot what we were doing? We're dropping another hot hit. We're gonna tell oh, tell is this, the people is this who it is. We got a, we got yeah. a little teaser of a song we that's a not out yet. Teaser of a song that apparently
1: Lindsay Lohan is back. Everybody, Ooh. she's she I guess cleaned up whatever she had to clean up there out in Greece at the uh, at the at that uh, club she was running. They were having some problems. They were, you know, they were running out of a feta cheese and olives and things like that. And then they said, "Let's get Lindsay Lohan in here to, you know, straighten this shit up over here." A lot here, of people
0: don't know this. She's been a bar GM for like the last yeah, ten yeah. years. So, She's been managing so she a went, bar. She
1: went down to that bar in Greece and she fucking set them straight. She said, "Let me tell you what you need here." You know, she got them. one. it was like uh, that show that you that I watch uh, a marathon of all time on, where the guy runs in and screams about people. Oh, getting
0: bar their, rescue! Bar rescue! <laughs> John that, Taffer. Basically,
1: she just did a bar rescue. It was like John Taffer. Uh, she was like John Taffer running in and screaming, and I got their shit together. So now she doesn't need to do that anymore. She's back to music, everybody. And this, there's gonna—I think there's a little talking beforehand uh, because we took this clip from Entertainment Tonight or one of those shows. But then you're gonna get into a little preview of a new song by Lindsay Lohan called uh, "It's Called Xanax." Xanax. <laughs> Xanax. That's the name of the song. Xanax. Lindsay Lohan just leaning into the fucking. There oh. oh, there is no. I
0: fast forwarded it Do you want that's the perfect No okay. that's good I Oh she's trying
1: to stay away from Xanax
0: oh, I think oh, she's she comparing the boy Xanax, to Xanax Yeah
1: Okay Oh no she's talking to Xanax Yeah she's saying Xanax
0: oh, That's it. That's good. All right. Well, well, that wasn't us. Oh that was God. somebody else. That, that was, was that was the entertainment night people that saying that cr- was good. That was the Chris Fade show. They're the people that broke her. By the way, uh, that's a radio show in Dubai. So.
1: Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. That's. Oh, where. she goes to Dubai a lot. I think there's like some some uh, Saudi Arabian prince who hires her to come and dance for him, um, and and she you know for whatever two million dollars a pop. I knew a girl who did that. I knew a girl who went and she said it was the strangest thing. She's like a real pretty girl. Um, I forget her name now, but anyway, every now and again, the, the, they would fly a bunch of pretty girls, American girls, to Saudi Arabia, and you would sit around in Dubai, not knowing when you were going to be called upon, and so you'd you know hang out by the pool, and they, they weren't like being raped or anything, they were just hmm. hanging out, and, and then all of a sudden at you know, 2 a.m., somebody would come out and go, it's time, and the girl would walk in, and the prince would be sitting there, whoever he is, yeah, I think there's many of them, and he would be sitting there. And the girl would do like one song for him, two o'clock in the morning. One song and then leave. And never like grabbing her or anything like that. I know some people have gone through grabby shit, but this mm-hmm. girl said no. Wasn't anything like that. Just a weird situation where I could do it at eight in eight o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning. Whatever he wanted a
0: song. She I would never pop had to in. hook up with him? Nothing? No, nothing nice. like that. At least that's what you told like, us. I feel like your odds are good because there's like 50 chicks hanging out, and right. this old guy can only have sex with one of them. This was so. a young guy. I mean, oh, some okay. of those
1: princes are relatively young. That is so, true. Yeah. Uh, and now, Lindsay Lohan does that. She goes, and she goes, and they go, we'd like to have a song from you. She goes, okay. Now, hold on. Let me put my two little twins away. I just had twins. I'm <laughs> 74. I don't know why I made India, Saudi Arabia. Two totally different countries, people. But anyway. So Lindsay Lohan goes and does that Xanax song, and, and so that's coming out in the chart. So we're gonna be able to hear that at the
0: club. Yeah, hey people. I think that's just another song. Just
1: gonna. That, that, uh, I mean, of that course. you found. Let me just tell you. I Bring hope it. so. Okay. God, if fucking Xanax goes as big as like Old Town Road, I'm I'm the it's new Casey. Xanax, Casey Xanax here, has right? always
0: been bigger than Old Town <laughs> Road. That's,
1: that's a good point, Alex. You make a good point. Uh, but if it p- becomes like a hit song, I am now Casey Kasem. I have I have broken another song. And this is a long-distance dedication. For those of you who remember Casey Kasem, he also did the voice of Scooby-Doo. It sounds a lot like Caitlyn Jenner, but I'm, I'm going to change it up a little bit. And I, this one goes out to a long-distance dedication. This goes out to uh, a girl in... Where am I playing? (laughs) A girl in Muskegon, Michigan who went to see Chris Frangiola at a bowling alley and she fell so in love with Chris Frangiola She's gonna send out a long distance dedication from Rico Kasich of the Cars. And this song is called In Galax. Can you get it up?
0: Oh, I had Eddie Money ready to go. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> God damn it. Let's I change. W- it.
1: Let me, I'll do my KCK again. This song goes out to a long distance dedication from a girl in Chicago saw Chris Frangel at downtown Zanies, fell so in love she decided to send she decided to buy two tickets to paradise and go visit him. Let's have it. Here we are, everybody This is Mr. Eddie Money. God, we love you, Eddie. You had some great songs, brother. Hope you had a good life. I really do. I hope when it when it was you, were, you when it when you were looking back on it, you went, you know what? All in all, it was pretty good. Because in the, in the end, you made it as a fucking rocker. Like yeah. you had a, you did it. That's not easy to do And he didn't overdose at 30 No He had like a fucking Yeah he had a life So that's good You you might have In the end Probably had to play some shitholes You know And probably had to go through The fucking hits That you don't want to play anymore
0: Probably to play But you know For a bunch of Filipino women At the uh, What theater
1: Two tickets to paradise again Yeah exactly He's got to be a bunch of Filipinos At a casino but well, fuck it. Well, who was it that played That was the Barry theme? Madeline. Barry at the forum, yeah, in front of. But I'm sure you. I'm sure your tickets have been Groupon over the last few years. I'm sure you've seen some half price Eddie Money tickets out there. I'm sure you played some your fair share of uh, of of, um, of county fairs, and you heard bumper cars off in the distance when you were in the guitar solo of two tickets to Paris. You heard bumper cars hitting each other, but that's just the way the fucking business works, man. You fucking did it, Eddie. We love you, brother. We'll leave tonight. Try not having a good time with this one. Two tickets, two tickets to paradise. God damn it! Oh, uh, if only if we're only 1979 right now. Oh, Alex, I would take you. I would travel back in time. I would pick you up, and then I would take you back to 19 fucking 79, and I'd say, "This is how we did it." Fucking pump that keg, Alex. For this fucking party's just beginning. Two tickets to paradise. And after this, we're putting on the fucking cars. Now let's play a little of that. Just to send us out on a... Rest in peace, my good friend, Eddie Money. And now rest in peace to Mr. Rick Okasek or Okasek. And and then probably in the next um, six... Episodes. Um, we're gonna count off the people I just mentioned who are gonna die in the next um, six months. <laughs> All the people. Uh, no, Ooh. not this is Candy We're gonna do. Oh, uh, what do you uh, want? We, we started with Candy O. Oh,
0: that's right. We did, so we're did. gonna do.
1: Uh, we're gonna do a song. You could look it up called uh, "Moving in Stereo." Moving
0: in Stereo. This was
1: from my, I believe it was the Cars' first record, and oh my god, I played the shit out of it. My brother, my oldest brother, Ken always was on the fucking cutting edge of music and he used to introduce me to some cool shit now this song give it to me alex if you're listening to it through headphones right now you'll notice it actually moves in stereo it'll go through one ear and into the other and when i when back before we had really cool good sound systems this was the coolest thing i would ever heard so, the, what, so this song, if you're old enough to remember, you basically know it from a, a, a movie called Fast Times Ridgemont High. Still probably the best high school movie ever made. And Phoebe Cates comes out of the pool. She's in the fantasy of Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold is in his um, outfit from a restaurant that he's working at, and he decides to stop masturbating. First time I ever saw masturbating on, like, in a movie. In a movie that was in theaters And he's like he, wasn't, he didn't see his dick But he's jerking off To Phoebe Cates And she comes out of the pool And she opens her top And you see Phoebe Cates Topless It's probably the most Famous scene uh, Ever uh, Well I dropped oh, my phone Good people uh, Sorry and we're starting. That's alright Let it start again So that's where we're at Phoebe Cates There it is And that was the cars Moving in stereo What are you doing? Let it play Alex dropped his phone. It's just some phone. So we got to just do it again. And there's nothing wrong. With that. That's what happens sometimes, you know. This is why I won't be on Sunday Live because I uh, forget saying things about Chinese people. We can't get our shit together. I can't even. You
0: know, technically, it's not it's nobody's fault. I, I think I do a pretty good job for running a podcast from a cell phone. I'm going to no, give myself some credit. You, like, no, you do. No, no, you good don't. Job. <laughs> you do. No,
1: I give you all the credit in the world. you you you're, you're doing very good.
0: Does anybody remember that Phoebe Cates
1: shit? I know we, we probably can't even talk about that anymore because it was like we were, we were objectifying women or something. But God, it was a great, great scene. I don't. Phoebe Cates is now, you know, she's kind of out of the business, and but she still looks great. You still see her sometimes. Married to Kevin Klein, actor Kevin Klein, and uh, good couple. I like the two of them. Both done some good work over the years. Anyway, rest in peace, Rick Ocasek. You were fucking great. The Cars were a great band. You just got recently uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right in right in the nick of time. And you were great. Your performance at that event was—I think it was this year—was great. Glad I got to see it. You guys, are the best. Thank you all for listening. Tell everybody we're really starting to fucking pick up here. If you guys start coming out to live shows, oh cameo, start doing the cameos. I do real fun cameos. See, it, most people just do the script you write for them. I don't. I not only go off script. I fucking start talking about shit that happened that day. I show you if wherever I'm doing the cameo from. I show you around my garage or my backyard or my car or wherever I'm doing it from. And I go on. I sometimes like to go on for five minutes if I can. Sometimes cameo cuts me off but so for 25 bucks i'll give you a whole fucking show so do it cameo
0: alex anything else i'll uh <clears throat> if you're in orange county next week 25th and 26th i got three shows out there just hit me up on facebook or on instagram we'll yeah, figure yeah, it I'll out have it, everybody we love or you or on facebook i'll get thanks. it thanks
1: rest in peace to eddie money and rick o'cason mm-hmm. and rest in peace to the career of shane gillis yep bye-bye everyone